Welcome to Women's Leadership Today. I'm your host, Nicolette Sarosky. Today we're discussing self-awareness with Nancy schnobelin Ims, founder of Polished Communications and Personal Development. Nancy is an empowering leadership and professional development consultant, children's book author, and motivational speaker. Appearing monthly on KMOV's News 4 Great Day, she is also a contributor for many radio stations and podcasts. Drawing on over 25 years' experience in marketing, communications, and roles in leadership, she has a keen appreciation of the mindset and power it takes to change patterns of behavior. Welcome, Nancy. Thank you, Nicolette. You made me sound so good. (laughs) (laughs) I try. I try. I want to boost you up. You know what I mean? (laughs) Yes. Well, well done. Well done. Like I said, today we'll be discussing the importance of self-awareness in the workplace and in our personal lives. Nancy, I know this is a topic you're particularly passionate about, so why don't you get us started by defining what self-awareness means for you? It is pretty self-explanatory, self-awareness, but tell us what it means um, for you and why it's so important for professionals today. Okay, so self-awareness is, is in a nutshell, is knowing what makes you tick. It's understanding how your emotions right? Your happiness, your sadness, your anger, how that affects others when you're having a conversation. And on conversely, it, it, it's understanding how others' emotions uh, are impacting you as you're having that conversation. So, you know, there's so many areas of self-awareness and hopefully we'll, we'll unravel that and get to that. But one of the key points of understanding self-awareness is you're meaning. You're just more meaningful in the moment, right? You understand um, why you're upset, uh, and you're and you're tweaking that behavior so you can have that conversation uh, in a way that's uh, productive and efficient. Uh, it's understanding. Uh, you're you know you're giving a big pitch to a client. It's recognizing, hey, I'm a little nervous here, right? I I, I need to win this for the company. Uh, they're they're counting on me. Uh, so you're you're going to focus on positive self-talk instead of letting those nerves or or fears take over. So self-awareness is a key, as I mentioned earlier, pinnacle, apex of a skill uh, in, in the leadership uh, area. Let's talk a little bit about, um, you said to using positive self-talk, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and we've we've had a couple of conversations, and I uh, recently read a book, The Confidence Code, um, and they talk about how self-talk Uh, positive self-talk, saying things like, I can do it, or I'm really confident, um, can actually have a negative impact because if you don't believe it, it's not going to work. Um, Would you agree with that? Like, how how do you consider self uh, positive self-talk? And how do you believe what you're saying, if that makes sense? Yeah, no, totally makes sense. Well, first of all, going back to self-awareness, one of the key hallmarks to uh, having high self-awareness is confidence, self-confidence. So if you are, you know, getting geared up for, you know, a a budget meeting and you have to deliver, um, you know, not so great news, you have the self-awareness, you have the confidence, you have 
that inner self-talk, right? To say, you know what, Nancy, you have to show a little empathy when you're talking, recognize the room, read the body language. Um, those are things that that self-talk talk when you do have self-awareness, right? Because you're right. I mean, you can you can go into a big audi- auditorium and speak into thousands of people and say, I got this. Um, but really you don't, right? You're, 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 you know, your behavior is showing, um, you know, you're reading your notes, you're shaking, whatever it may be. Um, so we are all, this is funny about self-talk, you know, we, we are our worst enemy, Nicolette, <laughs> um, because <laughs> we put so much pressure on ourselves to do our very best every day. And sometimes, you know, to err is human. Sometimes we are going to make a mistake. Sometimes we are going to fail. And, and you know what, self-talk, no matter how positive we want it to be, doesn't always go our way. But it's having that self-awareness, recognizing, you know what? I learned something with that failure. I learned something with um, trying a different approach, right? And so these are all different kind of stages we go through uh, in developing our self-awareness. And self-talk is, is one of them. So self-awareness really develops that confidence, um, believing that positive self-talk then you're, you're kind of saying. It's one way of developing, right? There's lots of ways, um, you know, asking a colleague or a trusted friend, hey, how did I come across at that meeting? Uh, was I humble? Was I sincere? Did I come across, uh, you know, professional with gravitas and, and all those executive presence traits? When you ask somebody for candid feedback, you know, that is a great way to develop as well. You know what, Nancy? You were a little off-puttish on some of your comments, but there were people who wanted to ask you questions and you just kind of bypassed that and went on to the next part of your presentation. And so, you know, take that advice uh, and, and, and use it to do a better job and grow in your self-awareness. So there's, there's lots of different ways in which we can develop it. But you're right, self-talk and gaining that self-confidence is one. Fantastic. I know that's uh, the only reason I ask is because the confidence is definitely something I struggle with. Um, and, you know, you, you're saying that building that self-awareness can can kind of go hand in hand in, in building that confidence. So and don't be too hard on yourself, Nicolette. Don't be too hard on yourself with the self-confidence thing. Even the best of the best, right? They get nervous. They lose confidence. I think that's just part of human nature. Uh, but knowing how to kind of change our behavior when we're going into a situation will help boost your confidence. And I might add, just because I, I you can tell I'm very passionate about this topic, mm-hmm. um, poking fun of yourself, you know, having that self-deprecating sense of humor, showing your vulnerability, these are ways too in which your self-awareness rises. And so there's just, there's lots of different things we can do. It doesn't have to be just all on focusing on gaining that confidence because once we, once we recognize our emotions and really fine tune them, uh, know our triggers, um, confidence grows. And when we can poke fun of ourselves, people see that you're approachable, confidence grows. So there's ways in which we can um, develop all of these wonderful traits. Right. Poking, self, poking fun of ourselves without bringing ourselves down, right? Yes, yes, yes. I, I always like to, to quote Brenny Brown or share some of her, her research because she's obviously um, such an expert on, on leadership um, and vulnerability. But she says, you know, shame too. We, mostly women, uh, we'll, we'll put ourselves down 
um, often because we, we feel we made a mistake, not others, we. So again, that's just all the self-imposed pressure uh, we put upon ourselves when we should not. And, you know, I really like that idea of of using humor as a tool Um, and having the self-awareness to to understand, you know, like I said, that you're not bringing yourself down, that you're that you're using that humor. Uh, I don't think that gets talked about quite enough using humor as a tool. A lot of us have a very developed sense of humor. Right. And are afraid to use it because we don't want to be viewed in a certain way. Do you agree? You know, we have to use humor appropriately, right? Because everybody, we have to be very sensitive about you know, the, the topic and stuff. But when you when you can say, hey, you know what, Nancy, um, you know this stuff. Why are you tripping on your tongue? You know, poking at yourself. Um, it 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 creates this more softness around you, this credibility, this level of, you know what, I like her. She's real. She's genuine. She's she's like not trying to be a phony baloney, if you will. Um, And, and humor, you know, we can't always take ourselves so seriously. We have to have it in the workplace. I mean, there has been oodles of studies, quite frankly, um, that says when you have fun at work, when you, when you can combine that level of, of productivity, but, but share a little lightheartedness, um, then, you know, productivity goes up even more. So, and again, that's another level of self-awareness is to know uh, when you should be funny and, or, or self-deprecating and when it's not appropriate. And you had said that self-awareness kind of falls under the umbrella of emotional intelligence, um, which is something we've been talking about recently. Um, Mm -hmm. So emotional intelligence is uh, considered a soft skill uh, along with self-awareness. So, and there's kind of a discussion as to uh, soft skills versus, um, I guess you would call them hard or technical skills, right? Mm -hmm. Um, Why... Why are soft skills being so becoming so important for professionals today in the workspace? You know, I'm going to be thoughtful about answering this question because they've always been important. Right. Um, but you're right. The focus right now is is being honed in on 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 somebody who has that uh, great communication skills that is a team player. And by the way, when you have great self awareness, you you are a team player, right? You know your strengths, you know your weaknesses. Uh, you reach out to those who are, are stronger in in an area where you aren't, and again, you build that collaborative front. But soft skills, and, and again, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, to uh, quote a study here, uh, Harvard, Stanford uh, Research and Carnegie Mellon uh, Foundation did this joint study. And what they found in talking to I mean, thousands of people, I don't have the number in my brain right now, but what they found was 85%, and, th- and they looked at their careers over, the, over a, str- a span of time, and 85% of those with excellent soft skills were more successful and happier in their careers versus the 15% who were successful but just relied on their technical or, like you said, their hard skills. Wow, that's a big number. Yeah, that's a big number. And, and let's be clear, right? We need our hard skills. We need our technical abilities. Yeah. If you're in the medical field or you're in the engineering field or you're in the uh, communications field, we need to know our stuff, right? But to be able to do it in a way that's engaging, um, approachable, uh, 
team environment, you know, being able to work as a team. Um, these are the soft skills that are so critical in the workplace today. And so that's that's kind of the, the overwhelming facts, if you will, that yes, it, soft skills are as important, if not more, uh, mm-hmm. than your technical skills. I don't know if it has anything to do with, it, Nancy, also the shift lately to a more remote hybrid environment. Um, and being self-aware, you know, shows up in the workplace when you're interacting with your coworkers. And it's not that we're not interacting. We're just interacting in a different way. Mm-hmm. Do you find that there are any unique challenges or um, that self-awareness shows up any differently um, in the, the hybrid remote work environment? Yes. It's funny you're asking this question. I just had a conversation. Uh, I've been attending this conference here. I'm in Florida right now. And I wish I could show you my view in the back. It's the ocean and it's just so peaceful. Um, oh, I'm so jealous. <laughs> I know. That's why I'm wearing my turquoise shirt instead of a sweater. Um, okay. So um, that is a very good question. And as I said, I was having this conversation with a fellow colleague and his team uh, is more mostly remote. And, and the argument is they don't want to come back to the office uh, because they're being very productive working in this remote situation. Um, but in my conversation, I wanted to challenge and, and push back a bit and said, well, what about the, the lessons we learn at the water cooler, right? What about the, the teamwork, the camaraderie, the collaboration that often exists uh, when you're at work or when you're, you know, passing a leader in the hallway and you stop to have a, a quick, you know, conversation and something spawns from that mentoring or, Hey, I'd like to introduce you to a colleague of mine. And, and I don't know, there's, there's opportunities and I I don't want to make this a, a, you know, a controversial topic or discussion on our podcast today, but (laughs) uh, I think if there was a happier medium, right, because some people do like working at home and are, and, and are very good at it um, as they would be in the office. So I think it's, it, it's a reflection of the company's culture and what, Mm -hmm. you know, leaving that, that opportunity to come into the office. But it, I think time will tell, Uh, we're still in that, you know, finding stage of, is this good for morale, company culture, by not having them in the office? Are we able to raise the stature of our emerging leaders by not having them in the office? Um, it's it's tricky. I don't know. We'll see. So, Nancy, what when you're coaching, what signs do you see that would suggest that someone needs to work on their self-awareness in particular? Oh, golly. Um, well, First of all, we all can improve our self-awareness, right? Nobody's 100% perfect. Although we may have high self-awareness skills, there's always room for improvement. But one of the things that I, I try uh, to to reinforce and, and to raise that level of uh, self-awareness is listening and communicating. Because when you have high self-awareness, you are an excellent communicator. Uh, you get it. You're you're good at understanding that other person's feelings. So, for example, let's say you're giving a performance review, and it's not you know going into it that unfortunately the, the candidate or the the coworker is not going to get the promotion that he or she is wanting to hear in this in that room at that moment. Um, and so you're 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 going to obviously uh, model your behavior. 
Um, and there's a science, I'm going to jump back a little bit about mirroring and matching. Um, and, and so you're not going to go in, you're going to be happy and positive and very assertive. Uh, people with high self-awareness are very assertive in their communications. They're not aggressive. They're not bullies, uh, but they're, they're, they're clear, they're direct, they're respectful, and they go in for that win-win. And so when you're having that conversation, knowing that you have to deliver some difficult news, um, you're, you're paying attention to, to, to that person, right? Uh, she's obviously, or he's obviously excited to hear that this potential promotion. So you go in there and you just, you, you say, you know, uh, Sue, I, um, I know you're a rock star in this organization. Uh, you, you deliver all the time. You're dependable, you're creative, you're innovative. Uh, you, you're just one of those all-star employees, but I know you're not going to like to hear this because I don't want to, I'm not wanting to give you this, this news, um, headwinds, <laughs> budgets, uh, companies volatility right now. Um, that's preventing me from giving you that promotion, but it will happen. Just be patient with me. It's going to happen. And so you're, you're reading that person and you're using your self-awareness. You're using your, your cognitive skills, your behavior, your emotions, right? Your uh, psychological skills. All of that is, is part of self-awareness to, to have that conversation, uh, to make it one that is understandable, effective, empathetic. Um, and so, you know, there's lots of ways to do things, but the person who um, has high self-awareness, they, they get it. They, they understand when somebody's upset and that's where the mirroring comes into play. Um, they're, you know, or well, let's just talk about a personality style too. This may be a better example. Let's say uh, the person with whom I'm talking to is very analytical Um give me the facts and just the facts. I don't, I don't want emotions. I don't want office gossip. I don't want anything flowery, <laughs> just, just the data, the metrics, give me the facts. Um, and so knowing that this person has that left brain personality, I'm not going to go in there, you know, as this cheerleader and, and, you know, full of just chit chat when, when I know that they, they like to com communicate in a way that it's just clear and cut to the chase. And so, mirroring their personality is self-awareness, right? It's saying, you know what? I, I, I respect uh, his work or her work and I get it. And so hence I'm going to communicate in a style that is comfortable for him or her. Uh, same way with somebody who's emotional, somebody is very emotional and, and, you're just going to tweak your behavior, right? You're, you're going to mirror that again. Um, hi, Judy, great to see you. You know, maybe a pat on the back, calling them by their first name, having that little chit chat in the beginning. Um, they maybe not want the, the details and all that, um, you know, all the stats and, and data that the left brain person would want. Um, you know, they want more high level stuff, big picture. And so when you're, when you're showing self-awareness, you have to take into a lot of, of skills, right? It's, it's not just, oh, I'm confident or I have this deprecating sense of humor. No, you have to be cognitive and, and, you know, think through things in a way that's going to, to, to be efficient and effective for, um, that level of conversation. And it's interesting. It sounds like, um, and correct me if I'm wrong by kind of, um, 
by kind of looking inward and developing the self self awareness, you're getting that better connection with the people around you. So it kind of sounds like if you're evaluating um, how you're doing with your own self-awareness, it's a good idea to kind of look at those outward relationships and see how you're connecting with other people. Is that correct? Bingo. Yes. Period. The end. You did it. Yay. You passed it. Yay. (laughs) No, it's it's having that that realistic self-assessment of yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, there's lots of ways that we were talking earlier, uh, about how do you develop your self-awareness? Well, you can take a personality assessment. There's oodles of them online from Myers-Briggs to disc to what color is your parachute, uh, was around when I was, was in the, in the emerging leaders department or space at that time. Um, but still around. And there's just so many different tests that you could take that will help guide you. Like, gosh, I didn't know that I was very, um, uh, matter of fact, and I, I didn't like, you know, to have these long-winded conversations. I, I thought I was a pretty outgoing person, right? Or, hey, I didn't realize that um, maybe my 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 empathy uh, isn't as strong as I thought it was. Um, and so you learn things about yourself, and that will help you improve those those gaps, right? To help um, become better in your self awareness. And that's fun too, taking those quiz. <laughs> I know. Yes and no. But, you know, I, I tend to be, again, I, I, nobody likes criticism, right? We always want to have mm-hmm. hear the great news. But, but when it's done in a constructive, positive way, it's always great because then you can learn from that. But um, I always get worried when I take the test. Like, wait a minute, I've done this a hundred times. And, you know, <laughs> you just want to know that your, your self-awareness is true to what you're thinking. I'm a big fan of an event you ran with us, right, um, called How to Say No and Get Win-Win Results. Um, mm-hmm. Saying no is something I personally struggle with a lot. Um, I'm a yes girl, right? Every time somebody asks me, yes, 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 until I'm drowning in my own yeses, right? Um, so how does self-awareness help us to set those healthy boundaries and come out of that no on a positive footing? That's that's an important and important skill. And and to, to to your point, Nicolette, I I am a nice, almost too nice. I don't know how to say no, but you have to be mindful because if you keep saying yes when you really want to say no, you know, things your stress level rises or you're not doing the things that you really want to do, right? Or what what's your goals are being um, set back. So when you have good self-awareness, when you, when you, when you're able to have a, a, a conversation that does not have to be difficult, right? Like sometimes when we say, no, we're afraid that this person's, we're going to offend them, or maybe they won't ask us again, or, you know, there's lots of different reasons that go in our, in our mind. Mm-hmm. Um, but when you, when you have good self-awareness, you can say, in a way, and this is again, uh, what, with high self-awareness, you have great communication skills. You can say no in a positive way that gives you that win-win. So, for example, this has happened to me recently, um, where I love what I do, and I have such great uh, experiences with so many different talented professionals, especially women, and. I uh, was asked to uh, come to speak at one of the conferences for a trade org organization, and it was over the weekend and over a weekend, I should say. And um, I had committed and made a promise because, you know, life 
goes by so fast uh, that, you know, I'm busy all during the week. Sometimes, you know, I, my husband, my grandchildren, my kids, I don't get to see them as often. So I made a commitment that for the year, I'm, I'm really going to take a seat back and not say yes to all these, these opportunities or these projects. And so when I received the email, it was so hard for me to say no, because we have a great relationship and I want her to ask me again, but I was honest. I just, honest is good. And so I emailed her and, and I explained, I said, you know, I made this commitment this year that I was going to focus on family on the weekends. And so unfortunately I'm unable to speak at your event. Thank you. Thank you for thinking of me, but please consider me for next year. And so that was my, my positive, um, thing to say, like, I can't do it this year, but maybe next year if you're looking for somebody. So it wasn't like, no, I can't do it. Thank you very much. You know, but I, I gave something that she gets it. She, who, who doesn't want to spend time with their family, right? She couldn't say no to that. But at the same time, um, it gave me a feeling of um, commitment that I made to my family and yet a positive spin. I appreciated it. The ask, I I would love to do it again next year. So if you, you know, another time. So if you, you know, if you have an opportunity to ask me again, count me in. So, you know, being humble, being honest, being vulnerable, right? Like we were mm -hmm. talking about, this is always when we say no, that it, it does develop our self-awareness. It gains that level of confidence that when you say it in the respectful win-win way, magic still continues to happen. Nancy, this has been a fantastic conversation. Unfortunately, um, we are out of time. Thank you for joining us today. Um, do you have any final thoughts or tips for our listeners on developing that strong self of uh, sense of self-awareness before we head off today? Uh, well, thank you, Nicolette, for the opportunity. Um, I, I love to empower women and, and help them succeed because, you know, we as women have to do that, right? Because mm -hmm. it's, it's, it's true. We have to be able to support each other. Uh, and there's so many benefits that come from that. But just remember, self-awareness, it's, it's critical. It's, it's one of the, the top skills one could possess uh, in, in leadership. Um, it takes time. So don't, don't beat yourself up. But when you have, when you're in a situation, know, know your triggers. Know if somebody's over talking all the time in, in a meeting and, and that bothers you, you know, don't let that show in, in your body language. Um, know when you understand the, that person's emotions and how it impacts you, right? You, you, you're on your way to, to developing your self-awareness. Um, understand that it, it's, it's, it's a process again. And yeah. um, once you get there, uh, you you will see your confidence rise and all these wonderful benefits that will flow from that. So practice, practice, practice. Don't fear, don't be afraid to ask for feedback from a friend or or a coworker, and, and don't be too hard on yourself. But remember, when you possess high self awareness, you're you're on the way to um, some great opportunities in your career. I'm confident about that. So thank you, Nicolette, for the opportunity again. And um, I look forward to some, some more opportunities to chat on soft skill topics.
And thank you, Nancy. This is, like I said, this has been really, this has been a really enlightening yes. conversation uh, and one that I take to heart because, uh, uh, you know, like I said, I'm very emotional. So having that high self-awareness, knowing um, what's appropriate in the workplace, um, when to bring in those emotions, when to be authentic, that's all really stuff that's, that's really important to me. And I'm sure really important to a lot of our listeners as well. Um, but that is all the time we have to, for today, unfortunately. Um, we release two episodes every month. You're not going to want to miss a single one. You can now watch us on YouTube, listen to us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, almost anywhere podcasts can be found at this point. Um, make sure to like, comment, and subscribe today and follow along with us on LinkedIn, Facebook, Twitter, and Pinterest and Instagram. Thank you again, Nancy, and thank you to all of our listeners. Goodbye, everyone. Thank you for listening. Progressive Women's Leadership is passionate about providing the best tools to help you reach your fullest potential. Visit us today at progressivewomensleadership.com for access to workshops, articles, e-guides, and much more to help you further develop your skills and advance your career.